0: the panhandle news network the views and opinions on this station do not necessarily represent the panhandle news network wepm and wcst or west virginia radio corporation here we go welcome to panhandle live on wepm and wcst the panhandle news network panhandle live is brought to you by sutton and janelle attorneys at law Visit their new location at 224 West King Street, Martinsburg, and online at SuttonandJanelle.com. Here are your hosts, Jordan Nice Warner and Marsha Kavalik.
1: It is Tuesday the 13th. You're tuned into Panhandle Live. Brought to you by Sutton & Janelle, a full-service law firm serving West Virginia and Maryland, helping individuals, families, businesses with all of their legal needs. Family law, criminal defense, DUI, personal injury, mediation. They provide legal counsel tailored to you. You can visit their new historic location in downtown Martinsburg at 224 West King Street. You can always find them online at suttonandjanelle.com. I'm Jordan Ice Warner. Alongside me is Marsh Kavalik. Marsh, how are you doing this morning?
2: You know, I'm doing better than some of our listeners who may be listening to us in the car but who might not have power at home?
1: Yeah, we've been seeing some reports on uh, online about some power outage power out power outages. For some reason, I can't say that uh, correctly this morning. But uh, you got it. There are a few, and it seems like it's around the uh, Route Nine area. As I'm waiting for it to load up, uh, there seems to be a vehicle accident that caused uh, a power outage down uh, around uh, uh, the Eastern Regional Jail area. Uh, And it says that the reported uh, outage should be out or should be fixed around 10 o'clock this morning. And then another one uh, is down the road a little bit further towards uh, Carneysville, And that is scheduled to be back up, power to be back up uh, around 11 this morning. Each of those
2: affecting 500 to 1,500 folks.
1: That is a lot.
2: That is. And if you're trying to like... You know, imagine if you're like getting ready to shower mm-hmm. or whatever and like getting ready for work and then the power goes out.
1: Right. And there's another reported one. Now, this one doesn't say that it's confirmed yet or not, uh, but it's it's showing that there is one uh, down around Inwood uh, as well, that if it is confirmed, should be back up around noon today.
2: As we know, the rule of thumb, if you're traveling anywhere in the panhandle, especially in Berkeley County, check your preferred travel you know, app or West Virginia 511 before you go, because again, uh, something happened at mile marker 11, I guess. Today, southbound um, 81 was was uh, a mess this morning.
1: It's always a mess.
2: And then uh, at exit 16, bonus because today at um it today oh, it's yeah. happening. The um as you're heading northbound, the on ramp and the off ramp, depending on I guess on which direction, you're, um is closed.
1: So you pretty much can't get off on the Queen Street exit I anywhere.
2: I so are the other are the southbound ones functioning? That's the question. Are they are they at least working?
1: So I'm not sure. I know that you. Well, I think the whole time you've been able to get off to go towards like Hedgesville. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's going to stop. Yeah, but that's going to stop. And then you can't get on from Queen Street mm-hmm. or off on Queen Street. Yeah, that's and that's like the second or the one other main way into town that's completely shut off.
2: I think they said that the southbound exit closures were supposed to be resolved by the time they switched over and did the northbound. I don't know. I haven't been up there today, so maybe someone can let us know. But um, yeah, we'll be, I think we'll all be breathing a sigh of relief when this is over. But remember, not only are there businesses there, but that's also where the state police barracks Mm -hmm. is. So, if they get called out on an emergency call to the interstate,
1: say what the closest way I guess is to go down past the hospital. I guess depending on where they got to go,
2: unless there's a special like emergency, you know, shoot for them to go through. Oh
1: ah, you know? yeah. Maybe
2: they can use their, you know, influence and get the the traffic barrels moved so that they can get on the on the road. Huh. I don't know.
1: I'm sure. Well, I guess it all depends on how torn up the road is right uh, at that Oh, point. that's a good point too. yeah might not be passable those are nice uh, vehicles that they got here for the state and uh, local police we would not
2: want to see anything happen <laughs> to them right because
1: no absolutely not but yeah i guess their only quickest way if they got to get on 81 is either taking what 11 all the way up to spring mills and then
2: um well i mean they could take so you could go what is the name of the road that goes behind the house the hospital i'm drawn rock cliff like, yeah Ruck they Look could Drive? they could go that way. Oh, I guess. yeah, and
1: then sneak around the back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You that, that Makes sense.
2: But, oh, or they could go Raleigh Street extended and head downtown. Yeah, that way. So. But I'm, I'm sure they'll headache. be glad when it's when it's all done. Yeah, well, I Plus, think everybody will. There's some good barbecue up there. I'm going to have to take the back <laughs> roads to get the barbecue. There's some
1: good barbecue. Yeah, and they, we were talking about this earlier. I mean, that's like <laughs> the saddest part of it is that there's so many businesses right there. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's like the main way into town. Right. Not, a, not only, you know, the gas stations and your KFCs and whatnot, but all the other, like you said, the barbecue places and mm-hmm. all those business parks. Goodness, uh, that is definitely going to be a headache. But as we're talking about this, I'm looking at uh, wv511.org. Uh, and it's showing that everything should be pretty smooth uh, on 81 through West Virginia. Nice. Yeah, that's always uh, that's always a nice thing because, goodness, it's just always, always traffic down there. Now, speaking of traffic, there might be a little bit of that in downtown today uh, because, of course, uh, the viewing for the late Mayor Harriet Johnson is uh, today uh, from 3 to 5 p.m. is kind of the first time slot down at Brown Funeral Home uh, in downtown Martinsburg on King Street. And then the second uh, portion of viewing is from six to eight uh, this evening. So uh, if you have some time and want to head out to that, uh, I'm sure there's going to be a ton of people. Oh, and we uh, were able to speak with uh, somebody from Brown Funeral Home this morning to kind of, uh, uh, kind of, you know, hash out parking and things like that.
3: It's just visitation today. Um, tomorrow is the funeral service. We have a
2: fairly large parking lot, and with visitations, people tend to come and go. Um, But it will start about 3, but we will have the building um, open for anyone that would like to come and pay their respects after 11 o'clock.
1: So that's kind of what to expect today for uh, Mayor Johnson's viewing, if you uh, are planning to attend that. But of course, the funeral service will be uh, tomorrow at 10 a.m., uh, and that will be at the funeral home with Reverend uh, Tim Garino officiating, which I think that'll be nice. And then the oh, yeah. uh, uh, internment will be down at Rosedale Cemetery.
2: Always nice whenever you, you have someone who's a, a good speaker and, and mm-hmm. has a good heart, but also who knows the individual who's passed right. away and um, can can tell um, you know, meaningful stories.
1: Right. I think it does make a, a big difference when you have, I don't know how to say this, but somebody that's uh, more personable, I mm-hmm. guess, about that a kind of service mm-hmm. like that, instead of just going up and reading, you know, a couple uh, scriptures or sermons right. and things, you know, keep it by the book, if you will. I think it's always nice when you have somebody, especially as, you know, talkative as, uh, mm-hmm. Tim Garino is to do it. So again, again, today is the uh, viewing downtown, 3 to 5 p.m. and then 6 to 8 p.m. So be on the lookout for uh, traffic and whatnot down there, because as we know, it can get pretty congested on King Street.
2: So our Al Gage was at the meeting. There was an emergency meeting of the Martinsburg City Council last night, and basically they're putting a call out. If anyone uh, who lives in the city of Martinsburg would like to sign up to be considered to fill that, the rest of Harriet Johnson's appointment... Um, they can put their hats in the ring, as it were. And on the 21st, the council is supposed to meet. And um, instead of, I guess, a municipal election, it's just going to be decided in that way.
1: Huh. So It's interesting to see. I mean, it, it, it sucks that this is how we have to, you know, find out all of these different ways to go about this. But it is interesting that they're doing it this way. Uh, I kind of just thought that it would be, you know, a council member bumped up or something along those you lines you know but
2: what in talking to the and we, we're gonna have kevin knowles on uh in a couple minutes so we can ask him this question too but largely with very few exceptions the the mayor is a bit of a figurehead right and you know she did have mayor johnson did have a, a deciding vote um a, a, a tiebreaker vote regarding the zoning ordinance recently but that's not usually the order of business. Right, that's
1: not the most normal thing. So
2: if you're a council member, you'd give up a little bit of your voting privilege if you signed up to be the mayor. Although, if you're politically ambitious, maybe, and you just want to have that on your resume that you are the mayor of a city, right. you know, that maybe that's something that's important.
1: Hmm. Yeah, who knows? But uh, open um, resumes.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Pretty cool, you going to put yours you live in? in? You live in Martinsburg. you going to put yours in? Well, I don't I live in can. Martinsburg.
2: No, yeah. I am... I'm not in the running. You wanna, I could not do this. You would
1: throw anybody in the uh, in the ring without knowing. <laughs> Literally a throw them. <laughs> throw oh, anybody in there. Are you hinting? You know anybody that would be good? I, do you think? You uh, know, we've
2: got people in this building that would be oh, good. We
1: do have people in this building. Yeah. Goodness, we might have to do our own little uh, mayoral race yeah, here in the uh, caucus here in the station. That'd be interesting. Uh, there are some. Uh, there's definitely some personalities in this uh, radio station that would be good, a good mayor.
2: No one this. could touch what Harriet Johnson Absolutely did. Absolutely like, not. She broke the mold there in being Harriet.
1: Absolutely. And that's what's so I think that's what's so sad about it is that you could tell it's, there were so many good things coming down the road mm-hmm. uh, with her leading the charge up the road to go get those things. And uh, it's just sad that it all ended so quickly. Right. You know, and so suddenly makes it sad.
2: But, you know, in retrospect, when you look at Harriet Johnson, the person, what what a great legacy to lead you know a, a great a life well lived right absolutely
1: you know? and uh one more time cause we have to head to break here in a second uh if you are wondering about the viewing uh, proceedings today they're going to be of course today from uh, the first session is from 3 to 5 p.m and the second session is from 6 to 8 p.m in downtown martinsburg at brown funeral home and then tomorrow is the uh the service itself uh, at 10 a.m uh, also at brown funeral home so uh yeah, very very sad day. Uh, thinking about all that, but stick around for more here on Panhandle Live on WEPM and
0: WCST, the Panhandle News Network. It's Panhandle Live with hosts Jordan Nice Warner and Marsha Cavalic.
1: Welcome back to Panhandle Live, brought to you by Sutton & Janelle, a full-service law firm serving West Virginia and Maryland, helping individuals, families, businesses with all of their legal needs. You can visit their new historic location in downtown Martinsburg at 224 West King Street. You can always find them online at suttonandjanelle.com. I'm Jordan Warner. Alongside me is Marsha Uh Coming up here in a few minutes, we are going to be having uh, some ladies from Shepherd University uh, to talk about their Paul positivity party uh, i think you
2: have to like blend it all together on the all right say say it fast
1: positivity there you go is that good
2: yeah because i think you still get what it is
1: yeah so yeah. Uh, an adoption event so it's about <laughs> uh you know shelter animals and uh uh lifting people up with uh you know pets and things like that so that'll be uh, interesting to talk to them here in a few
2: minutes Do you dress your dog up yeah because i'm sure there will be dogs in costumes there
1: well i don't necessarily put him in costumes but like when it gets cold he's got jackets and sweaters so and cute. I, I chuck them in all that my sister uh, at a previous radio station she uh has one of those uh shirt like making things where you can like vinyl well, the screen print thing? Yeah, yeah yeah has oh, one of those a,
2: is it a cricket is that what it's uh, called
1: one of those things yeah I it's one it of looks those. like
2: it's cry cut but it's i think it, they call it a cricket
1: but she made him a bunch of. Uh, I feel like station I'm letting the mom down. I know, but
2: by not understanding it, but.
1: <laughs> but she, uh, she made him a couple of uh, station logo. Uh,
2: we gotta get her on t-shirts. some EPM stuff, some well, Panhandle News Network. You know, she's CST. that thing for
1: everything. You walk around her house, like I think she even has something on the front door. It says like like howdy or hey or Aww, something like that
2: she labeled her kids <laughs> yeah, yeah. or her kids things <laughs> well all the
1: shirts she's made a billion shirts so oh sure kind of so cool too. yeah but uh yeah he gets dressed up
2: that's yeah once in a while. only Can, when it gets cold our dog won't have it
1: yeah, he's cool with anything he's even got like a big big one that's all fur lined and or fleece lined and stuff mm-hmm. and uh he looks like he's wearing a big uh like 80s shoulder pad <laughs> uh suit jacket that's pretty funny Pretty Funny on that one, but yeah, they'll be on here uh after the next break uh, to talk about that, which is uh happening uh coming up on the 30th from 4 to 7 p.m.
2: That'll be that'll be cool. Yeah, it will be cool. It's nice to have um, you know, some of the street parties and yard parties happening again. It you is the nice. CATF had to change their plans a little bit because of the issues at the library. Uh, how <laughs> you know,
1: crazy is that? It's
2: bizarre, and it's still
1: like an open investigation, right?
2: Yeah, I don't think they've caught anyone yet, hmm. you know, when you think about it. We know there are places that have a lot of cameras and things around. Do you think the Shepherdstown Library had cameras? Uh,
1: there's well, probably not the library, but with that being a college town, there's got to be cameras somewhere nearby to be able okay. to catch something. Well, you
2: I know think. they were they were looking for folks who might have surveillance video to to turn it in to the to the police department. But you know, of course, CATF was going to have its you know one of its events right there at the library and they had to move it over mm-hmm. so
1: it's a wonder that that uh, library hasn't gotten hit before
2: right you know i mean it's
1: just in the in middle, the middle of, the of the road with two very small roads or the split going around it of two mm-hmm. very small lanes in a uh, college town yeah in a college town it's it's a, a small quaint town where people are coming to visit all the time and can get lost and you know don't know different things mm-hmm. it's a wonder that that hasn't gotten hit multiple times before but it seems like everything uh, is, for the most part, under control. Right. Uh, putting that back together, the, which is the nice.
2: The issue is, I'm sure they have to go through the Historic Preservation Society because oh. it is a, a historic, a building of historic significance.
1: Right. But what's one of the... I think it's one of the, if not the oldest building in town still, isn't it? One
2: of? You might be right. I'll have I to try know. and
1: find that. We have uh, information on that somewhere. I can't remember. But... Uh, yeah, so that's still going on. So all kinds of different um, road closures and different things happening all over the place. If it ain't uh, if there ain't something going on, uh, you can probably sit in traffic somewhere uh, around the Panhandle area.
2: Good day to be on your bike, then.
1: A very good day uh, to be on the bike, but yeah.
2: Did you tell me it's like National Friday? It's not Friday It's not Not to be French Friday It's not Friday Yeah
1: It is National French Friday And apparently uh, If you go to uh, McDonald's Or Walmart Or Walmart If you go to McDonald's (laughs) Or They're Wendy's today. Yeah, if you go to Walmart or Wendy's today and get a free uh, thing of fries. And Marcia and I were talking uh, about this uh, over the break, and Marcia uh, decided to tell me that she thinks that Wendy's fries okay, are you know, the worst. Do we
2: really have? I did not say that. I didn't Which say they I were the worst. I think Wendy's
1: fries are the best. I did not say they were the worst. With a close second being Burger King, and then a fairly decent third being McDonald's, only if they are fresh and hot out of the fryer.
2: Yeah, you don't want to, like, two minutes in? Uh, No. No.
1: Like, lukewarm McDonald's fries, not good. But lukewarm Wendy's fries, Mm -hmm. fantastic.
2: I enjoy the McDonald's fries. I enjoy the Dairy Queen fries, but you have to salt them yourself yeah. usually
1: yeah that is always a uh a uh unpleasant surprise you take a bite into those mm. and it's just bland potato
2: but my i think my favorite fries are when you go to um like captain benders or mm-hmm. there's a there's a fish place down in south florida that we go to and you get the steak fries oh the big thick ones steak fries yeah fresh you know out of the oven steak fries
1: do you uh do you use ketchup or oh, anything yeah. do you use mayonnaise
2: on my french fries oh yeah is that a is that a Maryland thing?
1: No. I think that's a fairly normal thing. It's a human thing? <laughs> yeah, but it's delicious. I don't know if you like mayonnaise. I guess you kind yeah, of like mayonnaise. Yeah, I do, but
2: like, I, I hear people like, my, my friend dips hers in ranch.
1: Oh. The ranch stuff <laughs> has gotten so out of hand. What about vinegar? Me. No, absolutely some not. Some people do vinegar. I some, try, some
2: people really do vinegar with their french fries.
1: Well, speaking of Maryland, the dumpsters. Uh, uh, place on the boardwalk at ocean city has like the best fries in the world, which I think they just, I mean, they're good, but I think they're just like normal, you know, concession stand type fries. They just have a type good agent. Thing. Right. And, uh, <laughs> people just devour them with uh, vinegar on it. And the, the whole boardwalk smells like vinegar. It's like vinegar. Ugh. <laughs> Can't stand it. I even tried to get on that vinegar kick with people saying that, uh, uh, apple cider vinegar. Clean is like really system. good for you. It's got to mm. have like the mother or whatever in it. I don't know what that was, but I remember buying some and people were like, Yeah, you just got to drink it. And I took a little capful of it and about threw up all over the apartment. So, mm. um, sounds about right. Yep. Solidified that I don't like uh, vinegar. But uh, we have to go to a break and we'll have the ladies from uh, Shepherd University on here after said break to talk about their positivity or positivity uh event that's coming up here in uh, just a few days. So stick around for more here on Panhandle Live on WEPM and WCST, the Panhandle news network
0: from Paw to harper's ferry from martinsburg to winchester it's panhandle live here are your hosts jordan nice warner and marcia Kavalik.
1: Welcome back to Panhandle Live, brought to you by Sutton & Janelle, full-service law firms serving West Virginia and Maryland. You can visit their new historic location in downtown Martinsburg at 224 West King Street. You can always find them online at suttonandjanelle.com. I'm Jordan Warner. Alongside me is Marsha Kovalik. If you've missed any of the shows so far, uh, you can always listen back to it over on our Panhandle Live Facebook page. A little bit later on today, but we do have our next guest joining us on the line. It is Hannah Brumball, Jessica Gill, and Katie Gordon uh, talking about the Positivity Party and Adoption Fair going on July 30th from 4 to 7 p.m. down in Shepherdstown. How you all doing this morning?
3: Good. It's Thanks nice for to hear joining. all that energy. I yeah, <laughs> appreciate great. you
1: joining us this morning.
2: <laughs> well, well, who wants to take this question? Tell us about the uh, the event, the Positivity Party, and and uh, where, where this idea came from.
4: Yeah, so um, it kind of stemmed out of, so this year is Shepherd University's 150th anniversary celebration here. Um, so as part of that, we're doing 150 Acts of Kindness, and this is the first event in conjunction with 150 Acts of Kindness. So throughout the year, we'll be hosting kindness events on campus, um, but also encouraging our staff, faculty, alumni, university friends, and community in the name of Shepherd to do Acts of Kindness within their own communities. Um, but this is just the first one, and we decided what better thing to do than connect people with adoptable animals and have them, you know, share in some nice
1: pet fun. <laughs> so you said uh, about acts of kindness in the community. Now you're looking to do 150 acts of kindness uh this year as I'm reading through kind of your bio right now.
3: Kind of. So We're encouraging community members to use the 150 Acts of Kindness list that's on our 150th webpage. Um, So there's 150 options that people have which can vary from, you know, participating in an event like this and bringing some donation items for the drive as well as, you know, just doing something nice and paying for someone's cup of coffee in front of you in the morning, or, you know, sharing something for a fundraiser online, just doing something in the name of Shepherd where you're spreading kindness to the people around you and the community that you're in.
1: So talk to us a little bit about this positivity uh, party. Do I have to pause when I say (laughs) positivity, or is it just positivity? (laughs) But tell us a little bit about it. Are uh, you going to have a bunch of animals there for adoption? Is it going to be different vendors there or anything?
4: Yeah, so we have five great organizations that are going to be joining us for the event. Um, some of them include our uh, animal rescues, like the Briggs Animal Adoption Center, uh, the Animal Welfare Society of Jefferson County, Me West Virginia. They're just a few um, of the organizations that are g- going to be bringing adoptable pets. Uh, we also have the Purposeful Pulse Organization. They are going... To be bringing um, some of their service animals to showcase what they've been doing. They're a corporation that is created for the purpose of raising and training service dogs. So they're going to be bringing a couple of their pets to show us what they're all about. And then we're also going to be having a, a grooming service coming and joining us as well as Happy Tails. They provide grooming, training, and boarding services for pets. And they're going to be coming and providing minor services like nail trimmings and ear cleanings um, for uh, families and guests that are bringing their own pets to the event.
3: Yep, and we're also going to have our Relay for Life team here at Shepherd participating. They tend to do a Bark for Life event, um, but this year they're going to be partnering with us and doing a table with little paw paintings and dog toy making and uh, just a lot of fun stuff for the pets and the owners to get involved with.
2: I can imagine there are going to be a lot of adorable dogs out there. <laughs> are you encouraging them to, be, to come dressed?
3: We hope they do. We are encouraging the pets to come dressed and excited and the owners maybe to come in matching outfits. Like, how cute would that be? That would be adorable.
1: <laughs> Absolutely. Again, we're speaking with Hannah Brumball, Jessica Gill, and Katie Gordon uh, talking about the Positivity Party and Adoption Fair they have going on down at Shepherd University on July 30th from 4 to 7 p.m. Now, uh, where is it exactly on Shepherd's campus for people that you know, might not be too familiar with uh, the area?
3: So it's going to be happening on the
4: lawn of McBurn Hall, and that's the big clock tower building right off of Jeremy Street.
1: Awesome. Well, uh, yeah, anything else important? Uh, maybe a way to get in touch with you guys if uh, people are looking for some more information?
3: Sure. They can give me a call. So my name's Hannah, who's talking, and they can call <laughs> me um, at 304-876. But also later in the week, there'll be a press release coming out from the university that will have uh, that phone number as well as the contact information for myself and Jessica Gill. And anybody can email us, give us a call, and we're happy to answer any questions moving forward.
2: So are, is there, there a social questions? media post uh, or page that folks can follow that 150 acts of kindness or the positivity party?
3: Yeah, so they can visit our 150th webpage, which is on the Shepard website, and they can also visit the Shepard University Alumni Association social media pages. We're on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and LinkedIn.
1: Perfect. Uh, Well, I appreciate you all calling in and uh, chatting with us a little bit about your positivity party and adoption fair. Uh, Unfortunately, I'll be out of town on the 30th, but if I was, I'd be absolutely bringing my dog down to at least get his nails clipped because he jumped (laughs) on me this morning and I thought I was going to have to go to the hospital. It was ridiculous. Oh, no. Well, again, uh, we've been speaking with Hannah Brumball, Jessica Gill, and Katie Gordon, uh, talking about the Positivity Party and Adoption Fair happening July thirtieth, uh, which is a Friday from four to seven p.m. Uh, down at Shepherd University. Thanks for calling in. Thanks
4: for having us.
1: Absolutely, have a good care. one. Well, that sounds like a pretty neat event, doesn't it?
2: Yeah, it does. I l- I like that they're. Um, This is their jumping off point for 150 acts of kindness.
1: That is really cool. Uh, I'll be interested to see uh, what other acts of kindness come Mm -hmm. uh, down the pike. And this is definitely a good one because it seems like everybody's got dogs and uh, everybody needs, uh, you know, grooming or everybody wants uh, a new animal nowadays, which uh, seems to be booming at the moment.
2: What a great idea to take dogs that need homes and take them to such a, you know, a well-traveled area. I'm sure they'll be mindful and keep them kind of safe so they don't oh, get yeah. stressed out. But, you know, some folks aren't comfortable going into a shelter yet or yep. going into an animal control facility. But you, if you see these little animals out and they Running look so around adorable, then, yeah. Mm,
1: goodness. But Someone's uh, going to get adopted that day, oh, I believe I, belie- I would, uh, wouldn't uh, venture to, well, I don't think it's too far to, off to say, uh, one, that I can't really speak today, but uh, that a bunch of animals are going to be getting adopted. That's I think indeed. at that event. Absolutely. Again, that's happening July 30th from 4 to 7 p.m. down at Shepherd's, uh, Shepherd University. It's the Positivity Party and Adoption Fair. Uh, and if you missed any of that conversation, you can always listen back to it a little bit later on today on our Panhandle Live Facebook page. But I always got to, uh, I guess, uh, vet out vets or technicians or, or, you know, what have you when I'm going to get my dog's nails clipped mm-hmm. because he uh, is a fairly big dog and he's all muscle uh, and he does not like getting his nails clipped. I remember the first time ever took him to go get a grooming or whatever took him to a pet smart and um, he was you know in the store doing fine happy everybody's petting him whatever they take him back I walked around uh, to the side window to look in they put him up on the table uh, as soon as she pulled the clippers out she put the little like uh, a harness, harness on, on him mm-hmm. As soon as she pulled the clippers out and started to go towards his back leg he went nuts he knew what was coming oh yeah and she kind of grabbed him for a couple seconds really tried it again and then i saw her i I couldn't hear but i saw her shake her head and went nope and then took him off the table (laughs) and walked him right out i was like "Well, what are you guys they're like you don't owe us anything just to like leave
2: (laughs) Here's the door (laughs) yeah
1: so that's uh my normal experience with my dog and uh Trying to get him groomed. But of course, if you missed any of that conversation, you can always listen back to it Uh, a little bit later on today on our Panhandle Live Facebook page. And coming up uh, after the break. We're going to have Martinsburg City Councilman Kevin Knowles on uh, to talk about, you know, of course, the absence of the late Mayor Harriet Johnson and what to expect looking forward. So stick around for more here on Panhandle Live on WEPM and WCST, the Panhandle News Network.
0: It's Panhandle Live, part of the Panhandle story for 75 years with hosts Jordan Nice Warner and Marsha Kavalik. <laughs>
1: Welcome back to Panhandle Live, brought to you by Sutton and Janelle, a full-service law firm serving West Virginia and Maryland helping individuals, families, businesses with all of their legal needs. You can visit their new historic location in downtown Martinsburg at 224 West King Street. You can always find them online at SuttonJanelle.com. I'm Jordan Ice Warner. Alongside me is Marsh Kavalik. If you missed it before the break, we had uh, a couple ladies on from Shepherd University talking about their 150 Acts of Kindness, uh, and their first one being a positivity party and adoption fair, which is going to be happening on July 30th from 4 to 7 p.m. on the lawn of McMurrin Hall uh, at the campus of Shepherdstown University. So Uh, If you're looking to find out more information on that, you can always listen back to it a little bit later on today uh, over on our Panhandle Live Facebook page. But our next guest is uh, on the line with us now. It's Martinsburg City Councilman Kevin Knowles. How are you doing this morning?
5: I'm good.
2: How are you all doing today? Good. We're good. Thank you for, thanks for. I know we had to um, reschedule a good bit uh, this past week. I know you were on with Hoppy, and that was great um, because he asked me to to give him some recommendations of folks who could talk about the mayor. So I'm glad we finally get you on our airwaves here. Um, So just out of the gate, uh, what are your reflections right now after having lost the mayor of Martinsburg?
5: Well, it's a very very sad, sad day. Uh, the day that uh, Mayor Johnson had passed away, uh, I think I, I speak for, for all of the city and the, the council people that, that were, she'll be truly missed and it's someone that's uh, going to be very, very hard, if at all, to replace and fill those shoes.
2: So talk about the the efforts to fill that position because she was about a year into her, her four-year term. Um, were there other options? Was just this the best option that you guys thought moving forward to kind of put a call out to folks to throw their hats in the ring, as it were?
5: Well, you know, there, were, there was a, there was a few options. Uh, one would have been to be able to uh, have the city recorder continue to be uh, acting mayor, uh, not for any of the meetings. And then we would have to uh, elect uh, each meeting somebody to preside over all the, the council meetings. Uh, that being said that you know that's not practical for, for a long period of time the other options would be to uh, you know have a, a city election and that city election would take place hopefully in in, in, in the primary for with the county uh, that, that that could have been an option uh, but the way it's stated is that uh, you know we we, uh, we as a body we as uh, seven council people are to get together to decide which direction we want to go and to appoint a, a new mayor. Uh, it was decided amongst us that we wanted to, you know, keep it open so that, um, you know, there is no question as to how the process would be taking place and that we would uh, open it up for a couple of days for letters of intent and some resumes to be able for us to review as a council as a whole to take a look at uh, some of the options and, and that would include anybody that's a, a city councilman, or anybody else that that, that would like to put a letter of intent in for that to fulfill that three-year, the rest of the three-year term that is left for
1: okay. now. Now, was this, uh, I guess, kind of plan settled on because of how new she was, in uh, Mayor Johnson was into her uh, term, and uh, of course, having the three years left uh, to go, and of course, moving the uh, recorder up uh, into a brand new role for three whole years would be a little bit difficult. So, is that kind of the time frame? Uh, what kind of made you guys settle on this?
5: Well, I mean, you know, there there is city code, there is some state guidelines, and, and we do have a city charter. We we reviewed all of those, and this was the best option that we we came up with
2: so you're a city council member you're also president of the Municipal League in the state so I'm guessing if you became a mayor you would that affect your your standing on your statewide office no not at all so would you put your hat in the ring for for the mayor's seat
5: it's my intent to put my letter of intent to to be able to fulfill to fulfill uh, the obligations of the mayor and to carry on the legacy that Mayor Johnson has started to, to be able to see her her vision through for the next few years.
2: So you're you're putting your packet together then. That's correct. So do you do you have any uh, knowledge of any of the other city council members who might be doing the same?
5: I, I believe Dennis Etherington is uh, is another one that that, that is uh, looking to possibly do that.
1: So where does that kind of leave? What well, I guess kind of moving forward now, where does that leave? <clears throat> excuse me, uh, things with the zoning rewrite, rewrite because that's uh, on everybody's uh, front of their brain right now, especially with Mayor uh, Harriet Johnson having the tie-breaking vote. Uh, so what does that mean for uh, the ongoings of that? Is it still going to be kind of pushed back a little bit or delayed a little bit, or uh, is it going to be full steam ahead now?
5: Not not at all. Um, that meeting was canceled due to the passing of. Uh, Uh, Mayor Johnson, and and we have rescheduled that meeting for the 21st to be able to be a week this Wednesday to be able to uh, go through that agenda, uh, finalize it, uh, whatever way it may or may not go. And and also at that point, we will be choosing uh, a new mayor at that meeting also. Uh, The letters of intent and resumes are to be submitted up until Friday at noon of this week to the city recorder. Along and at that point, the seven members of council will review, and then um, we will, we will have a uh, an appointment of someone um, uh, at the at the Wednesday meeting.
2: So, Kevin, I'm assuming that means that um, because you're accepting names up to noon, there won't be any kind of list made public uh, for the media to consume.
5: Uh, you know what, I can't answer that because I, I don't know, but um, I would imagine that uh, somewhere along the line that those names would be released, yes.
2: So the other question is, if you and at least one other city council member are putting your hats in the ring, how does that affect the voting process? Do you have to recuse yourselves?
5: No, not at all. Uh, you, you can you, you can vote for yourself. That's part of the process.
1: Hmm. Again, we're speaking with Martinburg City Councilman Kevin Knowles. Uh, of course, we were talking about the uh, passing of the late Mayor Harry Johnson. But now, uh, as the as government works, it continues to move on no matter what happens. So we're uh, kind of looking forward down the line now, again, speaking with uh, Councilman Kevin Knowles.
2: And, of course, you're, you've got that leadership role in the Municipal League. So um, that work continues on. When's your next meeting with them?
5: Well, my my role with the municipal league will end here in the first week of August. It's a one-year term. Uh, we are coming out of the the uh, the Zoom world, and we're we're meeting live for the last uh, last month. We've been going to different cities and different towns and villages throughout the state, and we will be meeting uh, the third through the sixth of August to have our annual conference. And at that point, I will be handing the gavel over to uh, the new the new president of the municipal league.
2: Well, what's your time been like? Um, do you feel like you've accomplished good things for the state and its cities?
5: Yeah, most most definitely. I mean, this this was a very tough year as far as the legislative process because it was pretty much behind closed doors because of the COVID. Uh, so we had to adjust uh, as a league uh, to be able to uh, address some of the issues that we were looking at uh having addressed uh, either um, taken down or, or moving forward. And, and we've seen a lot of success in that area. I can't commend the, the league office and the employees for the work and the hard work that they've done to be able to adjust to the situation that we saw this year.
1: Again, speaking with Martinsburg City Councilman Kevin Knowles, Uh, thanks for spending a little bit of time with us this morning. Uh, Of course, talking about uh, the late Mayor Harry Johnson and, of course, uh, you throwing your hat into the ring for uh, being the next uh, possible mayor of Martinsburg, which is pretty exciting.
5: Well, you know what? It's not really, to me, it's not really that exciting because of the circumstances. Um, You know, I I just feel that... uh, um, I know Harriet, uh, and I, I, I want to do what I can to carry on her legacy and move things forward to, to finish the, the jobs that she had started, and that would be my goal.
2: Well, in many respects, this is a difficult day, a difficult week for the city of Martinsburg, but we also know that uh, these celebrations of life can be just that, a celebration of all the things that Harriet Johnson meant to her friends, and of course, the city, uh, her impact will be felt for a long time.
5: Yes, it will. Yes, it will.
1: Again, speaking with Martinsburg City Councilman Kevin Knowles, thanks for uh, spending a little time with us this morning.
2: Thanks for having me. Have Thank a you. good one.
1: Bye. Well, that's, a. Uh, I mean, I guess now that I said exciting, it makes me feel like that's not the correct word to use, but it is a little exciting to hear that, uh, you know, Councilman uh, Kevin Knowles is going to be putting his name into the ring for the upcoming, uh, for, I guess, for the open mayor seat.
2: Also, apparently, uh, Dennis Etherington as well, and we, you know, we don't know. There could be other mm-hmm. city council members as well mm-hmm. who've put their hats in the ring. It's, I think, it's an interesting process that um, that everyone just can kind of vote.
1: I think that is interesting too. I guess because you always think mayor being the mayor is such like a high profile, you know, job outside looking in, of course. Uh and you don't think that, you know, anybody could just you know, like your neighbor could end up being neighbor or you could or be mayor. Being mayor. I know and uh, for some reason th- I guess I never uh, I never think of it that way.
2: Mayor Nice Warner.
1: Ugh. You don't want me to be
2: the honor- No, everyone would have to have, there'd be like pomp and circumstance. Oh. Every time you walked in the council chambers, people would have to stand up. The Honorable Jordan Ice Warner mayor of Martinsburg, is entering the chambers.
1: Ugh, you don't know me well enough because I would hate that.
2: Yeah, but you'd have to get used to it because that's the protocol. I guess you're right. You couldn't like pass an ordinance to say during your your tenure there, everyone would just like... Well, why um, can't you if you're the mayor? Um When you come in, maybe they do the Macarena or something. Some <laughs> such <imagine>? alternative... <laughs> arrangement
1: have like walk-up music like for uh, yes! a baseball game of smoke going everywhere yes
2: let it be written let <laughs> lasers it be done. and lights that's you know that's what this mayor <laughs> is all about
1: uh well uh if you are just catching uh this show please don't be confused i am not putting my name in uh for <laughs> the next mayor <laughs>
2: we still have a little time
1: <laughs> there's a little bit of time
2: yeah, well, maybe
1: we can uh if you, um we have i can be week. convinced i can be convinced for anything so if you give noon on time. the
2: 21st we uh. have So, if you're in Jordan's circle and you want to see that walk up music as an option in the chambers,
1: do you need a running mate? No. I was going to say, you want to be my VP?
2: No, I'm going to stay as far away from that.
1: Oh, goodness. But, again, if you haven't missed any of uh, Panhandle Live today, uh, we've been talking about, of course, uh, Mayor Harriet Johnson's uh, viewing uh, and funeral, which the viewing is today from 3 to 5 p.m. is the first, uh, I guess, block, and 6 to 8 p.m. is the second down at Brown Funeral Home in downtown Martinsburg. And then tomorrow uh, is the funeral itself, uh, which will be at 10 o'clock in the morning uh, with Pastor Tim Garino officiating, which should be very nice.
2: And the representative from Brown's also said, look, we've got plenty of parking and they're opening the doors. (laughs) <laughs> at 11 if folks want to come in early and show their respects.
1: right uh, and i'm uh i guess uh foreseeing that is going to be a very crowded uh uh funeral home today with the amount of people that are going to mm-hmm. be going down there to pay their respects so but again that is uh, as the, the lady from brown funeral home said the nice thing about viewings is that people kind of come and go so you should be able uh, to have enough time to uh pay your respects but uh, a little bit after that we had hannah brumball jessica gill and katie gordon from uh, shepherd university to talk about their positivity Positivity Party, uh, an adoption fair, which is going to be happening on July 30th uh, from 4 to 7 p.m., and their 150 acts of kindness. And of course, we just had uh, Martinsburg City Councilman Kevin Knowles on uh, to talk about, I guess, things moving forward for the city,
2: and maybe his plans, and maybe his
1: plans for moving forward for the city. But uh, if there is one thing you know about uh, government in general, the uh, cogs that keep spinning, no matter mm-hmm. what. And it was, uh, it get kind of impressive to hear him say, you know, that he's not necessarily excited about being in the you know possibility of the next mayor but he thinks it's you know the right thing to do which i think is kind of cool too
2: yep today a, a day to honor the former mayor of martinsburg harriet johnson
1: absolutely so uh, uh again if you missed any of panhandle Live today you can always listen back to it over on our panhandle live facebook page uh for marsh kavalik i'm jordan ice warner have a great rest of your day this has been panhandle live on WPM and wcst the panhandle news network
0: CST Berkeley Springs. This is the Panhandle News Network, a West Virginia Radio Corporation station.